Hey, what's up, guys? AJ here. Before you listen to the podcast, we wanted to let you all know of a promotion the Shortbox app is giving our listeners through the end of the month. Just go on the app, look for a graded book you want, type in the promo code CLIST to get $20 off your purchase. This is just a one-time use per person, and as a reminder, it expires on 11.59 p.m. on November 30th, 2020. So what are you waiting for? Get on that Shortbox app. Look for that graded variant or first appearance that you've been wanting to get. Use that promo code and thank us later. Welcome again to another episode of the Seelas Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture, a.k.a. your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, AJ the Comic Collector. Tonight, I'm here with Red, Eman, and Luke. <laughs> Let's get ready to suck it! Your favorite podcaster's podcast. Yep. When you said that to Cuckoos, I was dying over here. <laughs> What's up, guys? How's everyone's week going? Oh, man, that was great. That was great. Week's been uh, week's been busy at work, man. It's kind of crazy. Right, it's been a great week for me. I'm doing something right now that always it cracks me up, but it's always sad when you have a packed up box for someone. And they don't pay. Oh, oh is this is this an online buying etiquette thing that we were talking about last yes. week? Yes. And they don't pay. Then you, and then you, and then you forget it. So it's almost like I bought it again. Let's see what this guy didn't pay for. Uh-oh. Oh, you so don't even doing, remember what it was. Hey, I'm partially paid. Hold on, Luke's doing his own mail call. Like I'm literally, doing my own mail call right now. What do we got here? What do we Box have, Paul? A Black Panther Black number Panther. one. What? And this actually sold, um, the guy didn't even pay, it was $1, and it was in September, and um, it actually is more than a dollar now. It's a $10 book, so I'm kind of glad he didn't pay. <laughs> hey, uh, so I, I have $2 I can send over to you, Luke. Like, it's, 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 $2. Did you forget what was in there? Oh, yeah, and I have another one right here. Oh, that's oh, a second, second mail call. Two I've got mail this calls. On this post to note, but I will not. Oh, gotcha. Two, gotcha. two. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, we went to sister. You saw Luke win the auction for Miko Suyin. Oh, what that's right. That was awesome. That was that was cool because that was an insane page with the guy in the grave. So or, uh, red Batman or Batgirl? Yeah, or red and I. That was a Harley red. Quinn, no? Yeah, Harley Quinn Joker. Yeah. Um, I friend requested Miko two years ago, and since his list is always full, he's never accepted me. So the auction, um, 10 minutes before it ended, I just, I never messaged him to ask, because I'm not that guy, you know. Will you accept my friend request? <laughs> um, <laughs> I did I, that. <laughs> he never didn't do it. It's just been on, it's been on, the, you know, I've been in limbo for two He's years. He's in backlog. Backlog, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I messaged him, hey Miko, would you mind would you mind accepting my friend request so I can bid on your um, charity auction? And so literally with five minutes left, or maybe a little bit more, it was it was a close call. It might have been more than five minutes. But he accepted my request and I um I didn't even look. I just put in a bid of like five dollars more than the other bid and um 
I shockingly won it. I was not expecting to win it. And it's just exciting. Luke it's, went in with a snipe. He went in for that very last minute bid and actually won. It was accidental. It was like, it was just like, I didn't even have time to think. I liked it too yeah. because because Red <laughs> Red was texting us the messages that he was sending Miko like hey my friend's trying to be your friend so he can be <laughs> so he can be <laughs> yeah, so, I, was, yeah. I was trying trying to my darndest is speaking my language right he now. was yeah Red was I totally know I saw it I was Tagalog. like oh man this is not even in English that, that Red that's probably what did it then he's probably like oh shoot 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 he wouldn't accept me. I'm so happy that Red can still type in Tagalog because that was totally working in your benefit, Luke. And it helped. Yes, it helped me. And um, thank you, Red, for doing that. You're true. Pleasure, buddy. Second mail call, Thor 5. Look at these books these guys Wait, aren't paid for. What? Was... Oh, what? I Look at I all those Spider-Man number ones. That was only $25. You know what? I think that's the jerk that outbid me just before i was trying to get those for 25 bucks also luke oh, oh what a you what a whoever you claim. are stick your claim you i would i was i wanted those four spider-man number ones from luke Ugh. now you want now you have a chance no I, i'm broke this week oh, i have already i got i got children coming over this week and i actually got to feed them so you know. that is exciting though being with your kids you know yeah. make a payment plan then pay later all right for our listeners we know that 2020 has been a rough year we're all feeling it everyone's quality of life has taken a step back but with thanksgiving coming around the corner we wanted to bring some positivity to you guys and tonight we're going to cover what we're thankful for for this year everything we're going to talk about is comic or geek related or pop culture related so um each of us are going to give our top uh three things we're thankful for for the year and uh, this is going to be our very first thanksgiving episode and this will be the first of the next 25 years on the show, right? There you go. I like that. Longevity. We're going to be doing this for a while. Look at Red. Wait, what? <laughs> Am I, I going to be alive in 25 years? <laughs> I know exactly what I was <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm, I'm putting it out in, out in space. This is year one of 25. Oh, this is like Batman yeah. year one of 25. Oh, hey. I like it. If I make it a twelve, the, if I make it a twelve, then cool. The so we'll have good health coverage. This hopefully, yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna make it to the next episode? Really? <laughs> COVID's on the rise. Like, uh, <laughs> that's a that's a good. Uh, we'll make it. We'll make it, Red. You're gonna make it. We're gonna okay, make it. Red. Gonna make it, since man. since you're since you're thinking your life is suspect, why don't we go with with you as the first person? What are your top three things you're thankful for for the year? Hey, COVID likes Pacific Islanders, diabetics, overweight people. Yeah, if I have all three of those things, COVID's going to eat you, okay? That's right. why you Hold stay on. in your room. Stay in your room, okay? <laughs> Listen, the vaccine's coming out soon. Just hold on all for right. a little longer. We're going we're gonna to be able to go to Comic-Con next year, man. We're going to do right. it as a group, okay? Okay, my first thing i'm thankful for is uh amazon prime okay without without them i'm not able to buy stuff and also there's a there's a library of videos in there i haven't seen in a while especially uh chuck so i've been going through 
that whole TV show again over and over. And it still holds up to this day. Yeah, I think uh, Zachary Levi needs something more than just uh, not Captain Marvel, but what was the, what was the one Shazam. movie made? Shazam. Thank you. Thank you. So I think he has more potential than that. Uh, the other one would be Netflix. Because if I, they don't have it on Amazon Prime, I'm checking on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. And then the third one? The third one is uh, um, Comcast pay-per-view. Because <laughs> if it ain't on the other two, I'm checking on Comcast last. How is this nerd or pop culture related? Because it's, people are streaming. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll I'll take those answers, man. I'll take those all right. answers. All right. But you know what? You've never told us that you have Amazon Prime. All of us have it. And Luke has been talking about the boys. So hmm. as a group, we really should be watching it. Yeah. I'll put that on my to-do list. Yeah. I apologize, Luke. I know that I, I've watched like the first half of the first season and I fell off and, and I will start when I get the time, I'll, I'll start watching that show. That first season was great, man. It was. Hey, I just want to see good. Borat number two. Okay, that's what that's the main thing I want to see on that. <laughs> you know what? It wanna... wasn't. It wasn't that funny. I thought. What Borat two? Borat two. I thought it was a little too long. You just wanted to see the Rudy Giuliani thing, didn't you? Don't lie. Yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> actually, that's the only thing I did. Well, we're not gonna get political on this show, okay? How, however, Rudy, come on, Rudy, what what were you doing? Guy. <laughs> like, did you haven't seen the first Borat? <laughs> well, I guess he wasn't there. Should have known. Just his first daughter. Borat was hilarious, though. It's okay. What about you? Oh, go ahead, Red. No, oh, I'm <laughs> seeing how how Rudy was today on TV. How you started to melt on the camera. I saw <laughs> I, pictures, but I didn't. Yeah, I figured that's how he didn't catch that girl filming him taking off his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's well, that's that's how that's how much political we'll get today. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at yeah. that. <laughs> Luke, what are you thankful for this year, sir? All right. Well, obviously, you know, the family and all that fun stuff is um, going to be on Thanksgiving for in terms of nerd pop culture dumb um, number three would be the current run of Batman, James Tyne in the fourth, bringing the heat with this new run. I'm he loving is. it. The art, he the story, is. it's just entertaining and yep. fun. And he really brought some life back into that series, and I'm glad. Um, I'm really thankful for that. Um, number two, uh, Mandalorian season two. I think it's been a really strong season for whatever anyone else thinks of it. I've been really enjoying this season. Um, I think it's been really creative with that last episode and the ship with the big squid monster uh, in the middle of it. That was just a ton of fun. Um, seeing that ship going across the sea was just like, what are these sets? So Mandalorian season two, hugely, hugely um making my year thankful and finally my third now i want to i want i don't want people to take this i want people to take this the right way because i'm, I'm gonna have to word this carefully i'm thankful for the life of chadwick boseman yeah so yep. <clears throat> gotta give it up for yeah. our man chadwick boseman That's um, on the table 
the guy lived just an incredible life with the I mean, the guy was younger than me and, and, and accomplished about 50 million more things than I have. But um, yeah, just thankful for the life Chadwick Boseman lived and the legacy he left us with Black Panther. And he kept working until literally he couldn't. He literally worked, worked himself to death. Yeah. I don't think not work. I think actually the work probably prolonged his life because it gave him a purpose. And when you have a purpose, usually you'll live longer. But if, um, I think it probably was, I think if he probably didn't have the work, he might've, um, might, might not have been with us as long. So his family's probably really thankful for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And when he came up with four Marvel movies, then a couple of, uh, a serious one that is like what 42 <clears throat> with the Jackie Robinson story. Okay. What was the other one where he plays, um, James Brown. See, and then was wasn't he on the other one uh, with Ryan Coogler? Uh, the one. Oh well, no, wait, that's uh, that's Michael B. Jordan. Yep. He started out on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> All my children, not Days of Our Lives. Oh, All my, my children. children. No, thank you. Thank you. In two thousand three. Weird ass soap operas. Hey, we got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Got it, man. Plus, they pay like 10000 an episode, you know? Yeah. Take that. Oh, damn, I didn't yeah. know it was that much. Yeah, you would, you'd, you'd want to be on something like that. <clears throat> hey, Luke, what were your other choices? Mandalorian you thankful? and the new run of uh, James um, Tynan's Batman. Question for you with the Mandalorian. Do you think because those other mandalorians they are essentially they they're mandalorians but they don't abide by the helmet 24 7 rule this is disney's way of appeasing pedro so that he can eventually play the character without the mask you know i i did not read the original because there is when that when that character what's her name bo or Bo, bo katan bo katan i think i never read her for first appearance with the lost temple um now in the original comics was that part of the storyline because i don't remember that being part of the storyline i never read the comics i only know her from the animated series I like the way I like how they're doing it, but I do. If that's if that wasn't, and listeners, if you're listening, fill us in on that because that was kind of during my dark period in comics where I went dark and um, wasn't reading a lot in like 2009 because that's right when I got married and couldn't buy any comics. Um, is that part of the original listeners? Let us know on our yeah. Instagram. Instagram, email, or our hotline at 209-975-7597. There you go. There you go. Text. Is that part of the original cop? I know it's part of it that they don't take their helmets off. I just never knew it was part of it that they um, do take their helmets off. So I I think it is, though. And now I I think of that, but I think you just told me and rumors of him going to Disney and saying, hey, I need some scenes with my helmet off. I got to get some... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I read, I read rumors that halfway through filming the season, he walked out because he was like, "I, I got it, I want my face on the screen." So I know he hasn't really watched Rebels or Clone Wars, 
But I do know that in both of those TV shows, there were Mandalorians and they did take off their helmets. It yeah. wasn't a part of that belief. So in this last episode, it's kind of confirmed that his faction of Mandalorians were more of a cult. And they had this strange belief that wasn't um, that not everyone from all of Mandalore believed. Yeah. So it's his faction. And then on top of that, remember, he's not a true Mandalorian from Mandalore. He was adopted into this Mandalorian culture. Good call. Good call. So, yeah, it's what but he was Boba taught. Fett, because the clones, Boba Fett and him, they were all, no, Boba Fett wasn't a clone. Jango Fett. Fett. Jango Fett, yeah. No, Jango's the original. Boba yeah. is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Boba is the, the first clone, but because he never had a wife. But That's he never right. got the. Yeah. Never got the uh, what do you call it the the regeneration or the uh, the growth spurt like yeah. everybody else did. He was born directly from Django. Um, directly from Django. Yeah, okay. he was he's an actual clone of Django, but he's also his own person because they didn't do all of the cloning stuff like they did with everyone else. He was the first. Boba was the first to come out of Django, but even you know now we know even Boba Fett is not a real Mandalorian, and even Django Fett, though he's from Mandalore, he didn't really abide by a lot of the Mandalorian lore. Also, so there's still a whole lot of interpretation left for yeah. Mandalorians. He was still a bounty hunter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he followed in his father's footsteps, but not I all Mandalorians are bounty hunters. You know, and that I, is a great point, E-Man, because it's really going to, I think they're really going to explore that. Yeah. And um, I'm glad they are. I want him to get more screen time with his helmet off. Because I agree. Yeah. It's going to happen. Phenomenal actor. Yeah. He's obviously killed it with the suit on, but um, I'm ready for some scenes. It's, I think I, I want him to join that group and, yeah. and become not a religious fanatic, like they're saying. That like would be cool. That would be very cool. And I think it's going to happen. I think I think on his final episode, just like the final episode of last season, he's going to take off the helmet. But this time he's going to do it willingly and he's going to do it maybe not. He's not going to feel so good about it, but it's also going to show relief that he is able to. So I think it's going to happen. I think Pedro just, just wasn't patient enough if the rumors were true because yeah. Yeah. yeah if the rumors were true and i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty sure they told him like hey look relax you are going to have scenes without it you need to understand that this character's lore is religious right now it will change well yeah. he can't be replaced i mean he is he is a he is the show i mean yes the child is the show is like the centerpiece of the show like he's the heartbeat. If they replaced him, it would just be, um, it would, I think it would just completely ruin the whole vibe of the show. I think they did it differently this season. Now this season, though the child is there with him, they've taken a lot of focus away from him. And that was needed for Pedro. I'm he glad probably they wanted that. He well, probably was They like... needed to, otherwise they were gonna lose. The moment, he doesn't have the child anymore. This show is over. They need to do it in such a way so that when we do let go of the child, it's going to hurt, but we're going to still stick with the show. If they well, had... what, episode, what episode are we in right now? We just saw episode three. three, three. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. We still, the child has not, or baby Yoda has not used the force yet. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Not, not this season. season. 
Not, not this, this season. season. Last season. No, I mean this season. He has oh, not oh. used the force yet. Yeah, three, yeah. We're three episodes in, and he is not. Like, I remember when he did it with that big beast, you yeah. know, and he like, killed him. But I'm saying it's like it confirms what you're saying, man. We're three episodes in. He still hasn't used the force this season. So they really are kind of pulling back that focus. Yeah. And that's needed. That's absolutely what we need to put the focus back on the Mandalorian as opposed to the Yeah, Mandalorian that's, that's his show. Yeah. Yep. We're not calling it the Golden Yoda or the Golden Child. The Golden Yoda. He throw him back to Eddie Murphy. To overshadow Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that would be awesome if if it exactly. turned into a Golden Yoda, though. I mean, <laughs> false. Yeah, a Super Saiyan Yoda. <laughs> but definitely, yeah, you want to kind of get away from that attention and give it back to Pedro, to Mando right there. Yeah, yeah. Eman, sir, what are you thankful for? Oh, so it's my turn. All right. So you said it's got to be geeky and kind of nerdy. Number one, I have to give it up to Mimi, my girlfriend, who is a bookworm, who loves to read, who is a, you know, just the biggest book person I know. And reading is fundamental. Reading is fundamental. And if it wasn't for her understanding how much I like comics you know through her understanding that she likes to read then i wouldn't be able to do this here with you guys so i'm thankful that she allows this to happen (laughs) so number one goes to mimi um shout out to mimi shout out to mimi number two is um yeah i'm kind of along the same lines with the tv shows that we've had this year i'm thankful for you know uh, Umbrella Academy, The Boys. Uh, I'm grateful for The Watchmen. The Watchmen movie was, yes. or TV show was fantastic. So good. It was such a great addition to the whole Watchmen lore. And for people who don't know the Watchmen comic book, you can still jump in here and kind of be like, what the, what the fuck's happening? but still enjoy the show. And if you did read the book, it's an even better thing. Like, oh my God, this is insane. It's so good. So the TV shows that came out, even during COVID, you know, a lot of these studios made a lot of great magic happen. Mandalorian, you know, it's out. Boys, they were able to do it. Umbrella Academy. So the TV shows that kept us entertained this year and the studios that were able to make it, I am absolutely thankful for them because they help keep us a little bit more sane during this insane time that we're living in right now. Right, right, right. And then my final one is the huge influx of amazing indie comics that have come out since June. The second half of 2020, we've seen amazing comic books come out. And especially from, you know, hopefully future friend, uh, um, Mr. Uh, James Tynan, the fourth. James, please come on the show. You are more than welcome. You can talk about whatever you want. Answer your Instagram. Answer your Instagram. <laughs> I'll message you. What I loved about what I loved about it was is yeah, Batman. You know, he gave us Batman. He gave us a, a great run with you know the Joker War. That was a phenomenal run. He gave us Wind. I absolutely love Wind. It was such a fantastic coming of age adventure fantasy book that my kids can read. Like, I don't even mind, you know, Dante and Mia reading this book. It's a little bit older for them, but it's great that they can read something like this. We have um, 
the you department let them of read truth. with with gloves just out of curiosity you give them like white gloves so that, <laughs> well okay you give them a reader copy yeah i i, I here's the <laughs> thing with wind i actually do have some reader copies that i'll be like all right okay. it's okay it's there a, you go, this there one you go. you're okay with like i don't mind so i even have like a like with wind one and two i have like, don't like, touch my momoko copy you can yeah have exactly one. i was gonna say i have momoko <laughs> wind copies i have second and third printings i have like multiple printings of one and two so like those you can read like it's okay this is where we're gonna train you you know right 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 um and then going back uh department of truth so the second half you know have has come out with the wonderful wonderful books aftershock came out with some booms booms come out with some of my favorite comic books this year i came back into collecting back in 2015 i didn't know what i was gonna get i picked up a book from um i just found it the other day oh my god it was called joe the barbarian um yeah. such a fantastic yeah. book I read it back then and since 2015 i've just kind of been collecting here and there like i wasn't sure what i want but even just before we started doing the show i finally found what books i do like and a lot of them are a lot more indie and i'm able to start from the beginning so the influx of indie books that have come out in 2020 i'm absolutely thankful for the artists and the writers good call yep really good call all right. Go on, AJ. Your turn. Your turn, AJ. Host of the show. You got to come through. Right, baby. You got to come through. Well, I mean, a lot of the things that you guys have pointed out, um, I am reiterating the same things. But uh, my first thing that I'm thankful for, I am thankful that I was still able to get some art, even though there hasn't been any conventions. Um, oh. Shout out to Ariel Diaz. Aaron Bartling, Ivan Coelho, and V. Ken Marion. Uh, I was able to, within this year, I mean, not too many sketches or original art, but I, I was able to get four pieces to add to my collection. So I almost thought that this year I wasn't going to be able to get anything only because there was no convention. There's no artist alley that I could check out new art from. But I was able to get a couple pieces do we collection. see those pieces or are they are they uh hidden away with the rest of your uh grails are they in the vault no no i i still have them here um i will post it on my uh on the instagram well All definitely right, well, the one thing we should be thankful for right now is the artists that we already have in the show plus the other guests that we I, had i, I was mean, getting that's... there that's that's the, the <laughs> special thank yous <laughs> Well, there, I segue for you. No, I, I will. No, no, that's a like I've got a whole little script here, so I'll, I'll cut that out. We'll do it at the end. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. <laughs> Thanks for hold on, hold on. stealing him, my thunder. Let him do it. Let me do it because I heard it. I heard him. All right, guys. So, next thing on the list. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Okay. The second thing. All right. The second thing that I am thankful for. Uh, Wait, Ross we're only on number two? Oh my god! I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. You guys have already brought this up. All right. All right. The second thing I'm thankful for: thankful for Ross Ritchie and Boom Studios coming out with a lot of amazing reads. Yeah. The I top agree. three for me: we only find them when they're dead, something's killing the children, and Seven Secrets. Yeah. I mean. 
Yes. I can't say enough about Boom Studios. I'm really happy that they've come out with a lot of great things. I know that, uh, E-Man, you were saying that uh, you, you've been a fan of Boom. Um, and we've all been fans of uh, James Tynan. <clears throat> yeah. So a few years back, he actually did two little short miniseries that I think anyone should pick up if they're a fan of his work. And if you're a fan of Boom, Cognetic and Mimetic. Those were two really great reads. I believe each were about three issues long. So if you're a fan of his work and a fan of Boom, go pick up that that trade or go on eBay and get those uh, back issues for that storyline. What are, what are they called again? Cognetic and Mimetic. Mimetic has a really dope uh, first issue variant where it's got a sloth on the cover. I have that one. Oh, that's, that's like an offshoot of Johnny Mnemonic, right? No, 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 no. Some of the same. <laughs> Homonym. <laughs> Hom- Homonym. <laughs> I got to laugh out of that guy. Yes. Uh, Homonym. <laughs> Uh, And my third and final thankfulness for this year, again, uh, echoing back to what Luke said, the current uh, Batman run with James Tyen. I'm really loving all the characters he's brought out. Punchline, Underbroker, Clown Hunter, and Ghostmaker. And the way it reads, the way I read it, and the way it feels, it feels like it could be an animated series. It does. Yeah. 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 Right. right. It, it could be like a anime style of Exactly. Games. Exactly. You know, not he is quite. really good with his banter between the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And when we get to pickups <clears throat> of the week, I really want to talk. Are we going to talk about pickups of the week? Yes. So with that being said, those are my top three. Uh, we do want to give a special thank you to a couple, a couple people that have uh, made the show, um, have been on the show. Red, I know that this is something you wanted to shout out. So, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't want to steal your thunder. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we'd like to give a shout out to uh, uh, Chris Spencer, first guest, and then Aaron Barling, uh, or John Jang. What else did we have on? Sebastian. Gene from uh, Shortbox. Gene. Gene from Shortbox. Sebastian and, A. And Jones. Our, oh, Sebastian A. Jones. He was a great interview. I love talking about that dude. Yes, yes. Yeah, that dude was amazing five guests that's pretty impressive when yeah. you look at our podcast list and i think it'd be fun even if we did um on our year-end review to go through each and look at the all the podcast it's pretty impressive it's almost two pages yeah yeah, yeah. again we want to thank all of our guests that have been on the show uh, without you guys we wouldn't have been able to uh make this show a success for this year so again, yes. Chris Spencer, John Yang, John Jang, Aaron Bartling, Gene from Shortbox, Barry Dutter, and Barry Dutter. Sebastian Thank you, sir. A. Jones too, and Sebastian A. Jones. A. Jones. Oh, that's that, that was your booking. That was a yeah. good booking. And um, can can I say a couple of shout outs also, AJ? Yes, and Eman also. Um, I know that uh, there have been some YouTubers and some social media. I don't know. Personalities. Personalities, yeah. <clears throat> that have shouted us out on their social medias. 
And uh, I know Luke, you wanted, or Eman, you wanted to shout them out. So go ahead. White Kanye TV. I got to throw that one out first, man. Thank you so much for uh, mentioning us on your live IG the other day. Legion of Comics, you guys went ahead and interviewed John Jang and brought up our show several times during your interview. Thank you so much. Team Nerd Herd. All right, you guys, we, we see you guys. We're going to be doing some big things with you guys next year. Thanks for working with us. And I can't wait till we actually connect and hang out. And then our final one, Much Bros in the Nerdverse. Munch Bros in the Nerdverse. I uh, I follow them on IG. I've watched some of their IG um, videos. And and I chit-chat with them. They chit-chat back. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is E-Man from the C-List Villains. Go ahead and check them out. So they've also plugged our show on their show without me asking. So so to you four, thank you so much we yes, uh thank you thank you thank you villains appreciate you guys so much right now thank you okay i throw this here um i like to thank uh joe thomas of coffee with comics for saying i have this cool shot glass <laughs> low print and run low print and run <laughs> yeah, like they have awesome swag and again thank you again for those uh social media and youtubers white kanye legion of Con- legion of comics Team Nerd Herd and Munch Bros in the Nerdverse. All right, let's move on to some entertainment news. A lot is going on in the DC world. Um, I like how the last couple of weeks, AJ, were like, uh, there's not much in news. And then this week happens. We're like, holy shit. Yeah, okay, we can't talk about lot. this and this and this. Is. Yeah. Behind the scenes, we're like, oh, okay, let's leave this out, but let's bring this in. And I was like, all right. So this is a second. You're I'm still sad of the fact that you wanted to leave us uh, uh, lava. Shark boy and lava girl. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Hold on, the shark boy and lava girl. That was that was a mistake. I got the wrong link and I sent it out through the group text. That was my bad. We're not trying to bring up, you know, the the wolf from uh, Twilight and the girl from that movie. Oh, the fact that you even know that is. I thought you were just a big fan of Spy Kids and, and, and Robert Rodriguez. Well, you know what? I'm a fan of Robert Rodriguez, and I got kids, and they like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I kind of know a little bit about it. You know, his kids wrote that movie, so it was a cool little. Yeah, I, I know a little bit. Okay, you're a fan. Not a fan. No, you, just no know, to be ashamed. No. All right, let's let's move on from that. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was some crazy stuff that's been happening in DC. Um, you know, we even heard from uh, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardine. We're talking on their um, uh, Fat Man Beyond that DC is making some changes, whether it's Warner Brothers or DC or whoever it is. But um, they basically fired all their sales executives, which is usually the first sign that a company is going to either completely restructure or start winding down. Um, or start doing things completely differently. So what do, you, what do you guys think about that? Firing their sales execs. Those are the guys who buy commercial spots in, in on print ads, right? That's where your actual sales is going from. That's where you get your... That's where the money's coming from, is from sales. Yeah. That's, That's not a good sign. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, also heard, got... I've also heard that some low-level... Um, some low level like interns have all of a sudden become 
editors and they're like we don't know what we're doing there's a lot of there's some major restructuring going on within dc even to a point where jim lee right where jim lee there there was a rumor that he was going to be leaving dc yeah um me personally i don't want to i don't even know how to comment on that because i so they're having uh, acting editors in chiefs. Is that what's going on? Sounds not like even, it. Can I even like elect it. the real editor in chief? Yeah. Well, they moved placeholders. Um, they moved. Nancy Spears is their VP in sales. She's still there, but she's basically the only one still there. This is this is even after uh, DC fandom, right? After that massacre. Yes. This is as of last week. <clears throat> wow. Another this round of second, layoffs. This was the second round of bloodbath. Yeah, I mean, it could be all maybe COVID related, and then when once the economy starts picking up, they'll start rehiring and and but things. Comics will be back on have track. never been higher. I mean, comics are at an all are at a record high. Everybody is like, everyone's so at home. There's nothing to do. Busters. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's... It just makes no sense. Marvel's doing. Everyone is doing so good. You're seeing these companies like boom, like. Um, IDW, um, they're just thriving. So I don't know what it is. You know what I think it is? Have you guys, um, what's that show? I think it's like called Succession. Yes, yes, that show's awesome. Is that the one about the family that's trying to move up? Yeah, and uh, that show they they own a media company. Yeah, yeah, they own it. They own the media conglomerate where they own like like all the newspapers. All I kind of feel like it's those five people. Whoever owns, you know, the conglomerate, who oversees Warner Brothers, it's like five, like, rich people sitting in a um, skyscraper being like, we still sell comics, dad? Like, that's so gross. <laughs> like, ew. And the dad's like, all right, sell it out, close it down. You know what I mean? I feel like it's one of those situations because I just want to rip my hair out. Like, what are you guys doing? Why are you messing with us? Well, and ever since that merger with AT&T, they own yes, all... Yes, AT&T. Thank you, AT&T. But who owns AT&T? No, AT&T. <laughs> they're, they're at the top of the game. They're the apex Are they predator. the top of the key? Yeah, so they're the apex. So AT&T, some shell corporation somewhere. <clears throat> yeah, so it's the board and the CEO of AT&T. They're, those are the guys that are at the very top. Well, I can't say anything bad about them. I, I still subscribe to their phone line. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even mad because I have HBO Max because I have AT&T. So that's good. Yeah, I got middle. HBO Max too, so I can't say anything. <laughs> you know, I get Big Bang Theory for free and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. All right, so- let's not even go with good. Big Bang. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I like that show. Stupid I mean, it and quirky. Fun it it's fun and it was quirky, okay? It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it was. You know, it's stereotypical, but still. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bloody, bloody, blah. Okay, okay, okay. Right, well, let's move on to some other stuff regarding entertainment news. So, Wonder Woman 84 releasing in theaters and HBO Max Christmas Day. What do you guys think about that? Luke? Thank God. Thank God. They were make they were gonna make it make us wait a year to see. I mean, oh, I'm so excited! I'm overjoyed beyond words. Everything. Like finally, a superhero movie comes out this year. 
Yes, we have the first year in how many years with no MCU movies, no DCU movies. Oh, they they like snuck one in. Thank you, thank you. That is a huge, huge, huge thing for um, DC to to do that for us. So you know what? Thank you guys. Thank you, DC Comics, Jim Lee, coming through for us. Good call. Good call to show at the end of the year. What about you, E man? What do you think? Um, I like there. I no no no. I was just letting Luke talk. Oh. Um, I like how uh, AMC and HBO came out with a deal to allow the fans to pretty much choose within your own comfort level how you want to watch a movie that you've literally been waiting for almost a year for. You know, I personally, I would love to watch it in the movie theater. I love watching superhero movies in a movie theater. I love the Atmos sound. I love the 4K, 8K. I love going in to these big expensive movie theaters and experiencing a big movie like this. However, because of COVID, I'm pretty freaked out. I don't want to go to the movie theater I'm glad they're not making me wait. Um, I'm glad that I have a decent enough TV at home where I can really enjoy it with the family. So right. thank you to um, AMC and to Warner Brothers for making something like this happen. I know this is a huge hit to your guys' wallet, but if you guys do good with Wonder Woman, you know, Aquaman 2, Justice League, Flash, all of those movies, Constantine, if it happens, it's the, hopefully this is the resurgence of DC films and we're finally going to get the movies that us fans deserve. So, yes. you know, it's a good move. It needs to be done. It's going to be a hit to them, but I'm hoping it's one of those things where it's going to pay off in the future. It's an integrity move. Yeah. I it think is. so. Agree. I am on the fence about this. As a fan, I think it's What a great. contrarian. <laughs> is this As the 60-40 week again, AJ? No, 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 no. <laughs> Here, here's the way I see it is as a fan, I think that's great. But I almost feel like they're just doing it almost to the point where like, I get the sense that they feel like they, they've been defeated and they're like, let's just put it out. You know, like they, they're not they're not sticking to their bones of trying to make their money off of this movie. Like how Marvel Studios is with Black, uh, yeah. Black Widow. Cause they're actually yeah. holding out until everything opens up. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's great for us fans. But it, it almost feels as though this could be, I don't want to say some sort of nail in the coffin, but it's like, are they, are they, is this a, a, a move for them to, to pretty much say we're done like with DC entirely going back to, you know, what Luke had said about the layoffs and, and all that stuff, you know, I'm just that's hoping how, that it's, that's how it's, I'm seeing it. You know what I mean? I'm just, oh, they wouldn't, that move, just they wouldn't be moving forward with Zack Snyder. That's what they, if they, if it was in the final nail of the coffin, then they wouldn't be moving forward with Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think that was more of an HBO move. They're trying to make money off the comic book properties, but through multimedia as opposed to um, printed books. Just because people don't James read. Tie in to, to write everything. <laughs> James, tie in, please. The fourth, just please. Just oversee write everything. All, all of DC, just like when Jeff Johns had it, just give it all to James the fourth. I think James is the kind of guy that just wants to focus on four projects at a time. You can't give him all of DC. You know, he's, he's, he's well, too bad. Good. That's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> we buy you books. You do what we say. You will like it. <laughs> the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. <laughs> so another Wonder Woman news. WB is creating a Wonder Woman show based on 
the Brazilian character Yara Flor, which uh, she'll be debuting in the DC Future State comics. So essentially, there could be two Wonder Womans concurrently going on, uh, a movie and a TV show, if this WV show actually comes to to fruition, which I'm not hating on, actually. I, I wouldn't well, mind w- WB TV shows are never going to cross over with the, the DC Expanded Universe. Um, maybe maybe, <clears throat> maybe during Flash, but that's it. I was going to say, Flash yeah, has already Flash. done it. Yeah. Like, when I talked about Flashpoint and I thought that that was a bad move, I'm thinking, and I rethunk everything, and I think Flashpoint now is absolutely needed for DC to survive so that way they do find a way to tie everything in and keep everything separate at the same time. So I think it's a good move. I think it's a very, very good move now. Nice, nice. What about you, Luke? What do you think about that supposed uh, Brazilian Wonder Woman? Love it. Love the idea of them to explore that character more um, and just bring some more variety to to that universe so yeah i'm all for it look wonder woman's amazonian amazon is in brazil i'm just surprised that they didn't really think about making wonder woman brazilian years ago yeah so i'm glad i'm also glad that they're doing that finally we're getting proper representation Uh, plus have you seen i mean women from brazil i mean that perfect mocha skin goodness gracious (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't be making faces like that. Oh, yeah, really? They're quite... Really? Uh, (laughs) Well, the next question is, are they Brazilian wax? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Brazilians are like... They're they're like future people. They're like the best of all of us. They're also happy and it's like... And kind. They're very nice. Like, you know, generally speaking. Oh, yeah. Yes. And their language is beautiful. It's like... It's like an evolved Portuguese, you know. I love Brazilian steakhouses, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, two hascarias are great. Grade A beef. (laughs) That is some good meat. Stop. That's all I gotta say about that. Stop. Stop. I know where you're going. Stop. I know where you're going. (laughs) You brought me there. Going back, Yara Floor. So we're talking about a uh, a new character from the DC universe yeah. that's coming out in a future yeah. state. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I think these, this is DC's necessary, comparable answer to Ms. Marvel. What do you guys think? This is their equivalent, I think, to what Ms. Marvel is to Marvel is right now. I also, yes, and I also think that the way WB is doing things, I I feel as though all the DC proper characters, other than Flash, like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they'll keep them around in the movie theaters because that's where the big money's at. But they can also reuse these names and have other characters play these these superheroes and do it on the TV side. So all the comic book purists, they'll get their satisfaction that the heroes that they've known forever are still around in the movies. And then those who want a fresh take on a new, on a, an existing character, 
they can use them on the TV show. That, that's my so, main. So how, how far how far do you think we're gonna get? us not how long will it take when we get a uh, Michael B. Jordan Superman? Mm. I you know what? I don't think sooner that's than too a, far along. Yeah, I think it's sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're gonna get a Michael B. Jordan main Superman, but we are going to eventually get one. I yeah. think within the next within the next three to five years, we're finally gonna get that. Let's move on to the last two news for entertainment. Uh, Joe, I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Manginello. 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 Yeah. yeah. He posted a picture of the Deathstroke in the Justice League movie. I don't know whether or not that's just a cameo or if he's gonna have a prominent role on it. I would hope that it's just it's more than the cameo and there's actual scenes of him fighting so i read it um i read on screen rant that this is going to be the nightmare version of deathstroke what that means is that this is going to be um he's going to be in the nightmare scene when batman was you know hanging around with the uh, parademons and you saw the big explosion in the background supposedly Deathstroke's going to be in that scene. So if that's the case, I don't think Deathstroke's going to really be in the movie like we thought, but more in that either futuristic view of what's going to happen or if it's just a vision or if it was just a dream. But that's the scene that he's going to be in. Okay. I mean, I'm all for it. What about you guys? Luke? Red? Um, yeah. Obviously, that would be really cool if he did show up. But, you know, those dream sequences and they start adding it in and then it's not real. I don't know. Those really don't get me too excited because they don't have any bearing on the on the um, future of the of the movie. Well, I thought that the dream sequences originally, they were visions, not dream sequences. I thought in the in the Snyder verse, they were supposed to be visions, but then once um what's his name got a hold of it he made it yeah he made it to a dream sequence and honestly i can barely remember that movie it was so convoluted it was really hard to follow anyway so to me that dream sequence almost didn't even fit in the movie like there was unless unless it's supposed to be part of the whole justice league universe that it's supposed to lead to something else later on, maybe like in an Aquaman movie, but it it just didn't feel like it fit in at yeah. that moment. So maybe this time around, Snyder's gonna work it out so that it does. This yeah. is a second chance. We, I mentioned this in, in, in a previous show. This is Snyder, Snyder's second chance at making the movie that he wants to make that fans actually wanna watch. So let's see what happens i mean well and i remember the sound being in that in those sequences being really off the mastering was really off and so it was really like jarring You're like what is going on it, was it sounded like muffled this, right yeah it was almost like too much at one time too or too much at the same time red any thoughts uh, i'm still trying to digest this all and waiting for another scene with uh jesse eisenberg as lex luthor but I don't think we'll get that on this one. Well, the, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. I heard that Jared Leto is supposed to be in it, so I'd like to see that, to see what, what they're going to use him for. I mean, I mean the main baddie's going to be Doomsday, right? <clears throat> I mean, 
That'd be interesting. Now, um, I'm not going to lie. In in a, in a weird way, I didn't think J Jesse Eisenberg did that bad of a job as Lex Luthor. Could have done better, but I didn't think he did that bad of a job considering what kind of role he needed to play for that movie. Yeah. You know, we can't blame the actor. The actor's good. No. It's just the whoever wrote the movie and directed it. And it's, there's two directors. It seemed as if they what they wanted out of Jesse Eisenberg is what he did for the social network, where they wanted an evil version of a Mark Zuckerberg. That's kind of how I felt. All right, let's go on to the last bit of entertainment news. Constantine 2 rumor. I don't know too much about that. Um, I know that the internets have been talking about a possible Constantine rumor with um, Keanu. The first Constantine was good. Uh, actually, that's a wasn't really big success in the theaters, but definitely yeah, it was a, a very it was a bomb. I thought. Yeah, it's but definitely gotta... uh, on replay, like when it's on TNT or Sci-Fi, you know, it's it's a watchable movie. I mean, Keanu does ham it up and kind of chews up the scene, but you know, definitely a good story still. 2005, which is crazy. Think about. It. Mm -hmm. And then the Constantine TV show I heard was really good. And then when he shows up again in the cartoon, and then when he shows up again in Legends of Tomorrow, like they're, they don't want to let go of that character. And he does have a fan following. He's got like a, like a cult following. Yeah. A lot of people like the Hellblazer, I know the Hellblazer comics were really good when they came out. Like I was trying to get into those books. It, it slipped me. It was one of those books I really want to go back and read. But I've heard those Hellblazer comics were really good. So this guy's got a following. It needs to happen, right? And then with Flashpoint, it needs to be canon. It's going to be canon. I mean, it's... Well, we don't know that. It doesn't need to be canon, does it? Well... I mean, that's a little too... Anything can happen in the multiverse. Exactly. I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice if it was canon, but it doesn't need to be canon. Well, okay, it doesn't need to be canon, but it would be nice. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And fl I think Flashpoint's going to make that happen. Flashpoint is their answer for for rebooting everything and i think that's what, that's what's happening at dc comics right now they're going through a real life flashpoint right huge yeah. changes yeah so. that, that that that's what's happening in metal um which segues <clears throat> into our pickups for the week uh red what did you pick up uh just one you know mega man versus lobo that is a nice cover that is a nice yeah. book and definitely a what you got for it, you got a really good deal for good that. Trade. Yeah. Good trade. Good trade. Otherwise, I didn't pick anything else Anything else up. And what about you, sir, Luke? Uh, looks, I know that you wanted to discuss something about Batman. Uh, Batman 103. Um, we have, I guess Jorge was, Jorge Jimenez took a week off. Gillum March was back in the saddle. Fabulous art, though. Gillum did a Flipping fabulous job. Loved, loved this issue. Actually, this might have been one of my favorite because um, he did the pre a lot of previous issues, but he really knocked this one out of the park with the interactions. We get a, some background into um, Ghost Hunter or not Ghost Hunter, Ghost, uh, Ghost Maker. Ghost Maker. Ghost Maker, who, um, spoiler alert, is some kind of equal with Bruce Wayne from the desert training, maybe even a superior to Bruce Wayne. He finally bests him in a battle. Um, Harley makes an appearance where she um, puts clown hunter in his place. 
he tries to take on Harley Quinn, which was just funny. And she just like, bleh, knocks him out and then just starts laughing. Um, but then uh, at the end, it looks like a ghost maker. maker. <laughs> Clown so maker and ghost hunter. God. Clown hunter, ghost maker. There you go. I, I give us one name, please. I'm just going to say clown and ghost. Ghost. Yeah, is... you're not trying to say Ghostface Killer. <laughs> uh, ghost is taking over Gotham. So great storyline. The banter between the characters was probably was really on point, and Tynan's doing a great job. Yeah, I. Agree. I know he's not I the agree. only one. It takes a team. We all know it takes a team. I felt like the writing was going in the right direction. But I also felt like some of the panels felt rushed or they felt like there was too much trying to happen at one time, especially the Clown Hunter and Harley fight. It, there are certain pieces that just didn't feel like they yeah. fell into place. Like Clown Hunter goes over the side of the building, but then all of a sudden he's inside her apartment. So it's kind of like, well, what was the sequence there? I, I hear you and I almost, I do agree that it was too much. I wish they would have just focused on Bruce and, um, and Ghost. Ghost Hunter. I wish they or would have just focused Ghost on Hunter. that dynamic for the whole issue. Honestly. That's what I was expecting, Luke. Because it was, we got the desert, they started fighting. They're like, wait, what what was that? So hopefully they revisit it. Um, a couple back issues also for people to, people, I think you've got a week to pick these up for these really pop. Um, Boba Fett, his first appearance, Star Wars 32, and then 42, sorry, and then Star Wars 68, his um, origin story, and the Mandalorian's first appearance. So once Boba Fett gets really fleshed out, hopefully this season, these books will probably skyrocket. So the the the, the silhouette at the end of what episode two was really Boba Fett. It was, was the silhouette. Yeah. yeah, it was the actor who is Django Fett, who played Django Fett in the um, Clone Wars. So, obviously, he's a clone, so it's um, they'll have the same face. So, it unless it's Django, it would be Boba. So, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. it's assumed because well, Django was Boba. did get decapitated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so he got decapitated, but unless bye, bye. it's another clone who has taken up residency, because that is obviously. Um, a possibility but the other clones i thought had fast aging so they wouldn't have lasted that long i think it is boba and i think he is in search of his uh armor and that's why he's trailing the mandalorian yeah. well him. he would have known where because that armor was there for a long time he would have known where the armor was uh, that's true I that's think, true i think he would have let the armor go I think he was with the sand people the whole time. I think he helped with the um, the dragon. Yeah. I really think he was there yeah. in full sand people garb yeah. and never revealed himself. That's, that's true. My, that's yeah. my theory. And then so, he so he never fell in the Starlock pit. <clears throat> no, they, the it pit, showed yeah. how he got out. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. So I gotta watch. Yeah, Boba Fett is in there. He and then they showed him in the sand, but in like these robes. So we'll see what happens. But Star Anakin Wars Anakin still hates sand. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do <still> Anakin. <laughs> I bought five of these this last week. So from oh, a um, a guy who had twenty. 
Twenty Star of he was a um a back. He's a, a shop. These are dead mint file copies. Dead mint. I bought dead. I paid up for them though. But All right, um, keep an eye out on RFK RKFA. Unread file copies of Star Wars sixty eight are coming out. Have never been. They still. I opened one up a little bit, and it still had that like brand new book like crinkle sound. You know, like the static sound. I'm it like, had the, oh, the 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 air from nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, I closed the interview. I was like, <laughs> did, it, did it smell like disco and shame? Yeah. <laughs> Hairspray and disco shame and sequence. Yeah. What else, sir? Did you pick up anything else? Um. Oh, yes. Hundred, but that's enough for tonight. Hundred. All right. I probably, if people don't know, I probably buy a thousand books a week. So it's um, it's a constant flow in and flow out of so you're giving us has any comics that they want to sell me um, message yeah. me and i give you a fair price yeah you're giving us your your top one or two a week so yeah top one yeah what about you e-man man i bought a shitload of books this week <laughs> but i won't name them all i'll save your ears for it um, i have them all posted on my ig c-list e-man so go check it out i posted all of my books up there um, but my favorite books of the week were um, Big Girls number four. That story picked up. That that book's really, really good now. Seven to Eternity came back. AJ, it's back. back. I saw that. Number 14. Oh, man. I, I stopped reading after the first arc, so I'll I, wait till, till it's the done. Next trade. And I'll, yeah. Yeah. No, I'll probably wait till it's done and then try to pick up back issues. I know. do like the theme behind this book of compromise. So... That seven to eternities, it yeah. Rick Remender came back, and I'm I fully fully enjoyed it. Once in future number thirteen came out. AJ, I really think you should jump on this book. It's it's super fun. I I did remember, and I didn't like the jump back the on grandma. It. I know I know, but jump back. You know the girlfriend has a bigger role in this book. So 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 um, Gran and. Uh, her grandson's girlfriend now they have bigger roles which is cool shadow service number four i thought i was gonna drop this book after number three i'm like uh you know what one was good two and three were okay number four picked up you end up getting a backstory of one of the side characters and you're like holy shit well like what's going on here how is he on the good guy team so the story behind shadow service number four um it's it's picking up so i'm really excited for the next issue now something is killing the children number 12 guess what i'm on that train now with you aj i'm starting to read something's killing the children wow i just gotta say that that was a great book i like the ending i like the um uh the house of slaughter and who they are and what what kind of uh, presence they're going to be so I'm um, looking forward to the future readings of that one and then my absolute pick of the week my favorite read of this week was we live number two by uh aftershock comics great the pick. second that issue was a was, great pick it was oh man I'm I'm excited for what the Miranda brothers have in store for this book so we live number two is my pick of the week Miranda brothers if you want to come on the show please you're more than welcome more more than welcome i would love to speak about this book for sure and those are my picks my friend all right oh can i show this go ahead i picked up this blank maybe for something for john jang to uh remark <laughs> yang, yang. <laughs> yang, yang. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yang Gang by John Jang. So what, what are you what doing? Our lis- <laughs> what our listeners, they can't see it, but Red just posted or he just showed us a blank of a comic book called Yang Gang. Uh, Red, do you even know what, what is this book about? Uh, I haven't read it yet, but I know the politician um, Yang was running for president until the primaries. Uh, oh, this is yeah. about him. It's like a, a yeah, it's about it's him. It's a political yeah. comic. It's a f- okay, all right. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, but definitely because of the the Yang Gang, we could use it for John Jang. <laughs> for John Jang's Jang Gang, Yang yeah, Gang for John Jang's Yang uh, Jang Gang. Oh, there, you, that's a tongue twister right there. <laughs> wow, you guys are so close to saying Gang Bang, and I was like. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I was trying not to. Here we go. <laughs> what about you, AJ? What What are your pickups of the week? Picked up something's killing the children. Uh, issue twelve. We live to. Are you guys reading Venom? Or am I the only one still reading oh, Venom? Oh no, I picked up Venom also. It just wasn't one of my top picks. I Venom. dropped off at twenty-seven. I was just like, oh, I don't gotcha. know what's going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm on. Just I'm just glad this arc is over. I liked the ending of Venom 30. It was very touching. You know, I'm kind of like a Kevin Smith. Kind of brought a little bit of a tear to my eye at the very end. Um, but it, it leads into the King of in Black, like, I think pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Venom 30, Batman 103. We've discussed this already. Uh, Dark Knights, Death Metal 5. I actually I just read it right... I'm sorry? I picked that up too. Yeah. I read it right before the show. As convoluted as I think the storyline is, this is one of the better yeah. issues. Um, I agree. It kind of builds up to the last two, kind of explains what's going to happen now. And and um, now I'm, I'm assuming the last two is now just going to be the big battle. And it's going to, like every other event, it's going to change the way the DC universe is going to, you know, be. But I think this one, it seems as though they're going to open up the multiverse again, just like we've discussed on on all the TV shows and movies. So I'm looking forward to finishing that off. Uh, Venom 30, I thought it was okay. Uh, I'm I'm ready for the King in Black storyline. Yeah. I want to keep reading Venom because I think Donny Cates said he's going up to issue 50, but... I think after the King in Black storyline, I may just stop. Depending on what they do with Venom after. Because the last two arcs have not been... um, They've been a bit of a letdown for me personally. I thought that... To me, they're fillers to prepare for the King in Black. Exactly. Pretty much. So if you're a completionist, go back and get them. Um, the last arc in this arc, but it, it doesn't really add to the overall story of what's going to happen with. Yeah, Venom. I mean, I didn't even read Venom Island. I was like, I'm not going to read that. What? You didn't want to read about the Tyrannosaurus Ven- Venom? The Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Venom was awesome. That thing was cool. <laughs> no. Uh, my picks of the week. My two, I, I would say my top pick is also We Live issue two. I did not expect where that book was going. I mean, it, it, it was a, it wasn't even a cliffhanger. It happened right in the middle of the book. Um, but yeah, I was, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for any readers who might want to read this book, but I, 
I was on the fence to tell you the truth about this book. In the very beginning, I was able to read the first issue. I thought it was good enough for me to at least give the second issue a chance. Mm -hmm. And the second issue blew me away. Yeah. yeah. You're right. What happened in the, the scene that happened in the middle? You're like, oh my God, like my jaw dropped. I was like, what? No. Yeah. So now the kids are taking care of themselves. I'm in love with Alice. I love that monkey. That, that, and that's the cover for We Live Too yeah. is Alice. Yeah. And yeah. I think as, as almost simplistic as that cover is, it's absolutely gorgeous. The colors are great. They pop out. And I just, just that monkey monster thing that's there to take care of the kids, I think is just fantastic. That's one funky monkey. <laughs> and something's killing the children issue 12. I mean, that, that left off in a cliffhanger. I did not expect that. Um, for anyone who's reading, uh, just a little bit of a spoiler, the, um, house of slaughter, they're all going to that, that town now. And I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see more of those characters and more history of who they are. I'm, I'm a little bit, not a little bit. I am over the fact that Erica has been in this town for the last 12 issues. I'm ready for her to finish this and then have the storyline expand to focus on her her I guess clan I guess you can call it mm -hmm. I'd like to I'm more interested in in their history as opposed to them killing monsters to tell don't, you the truth don't we find out in this issue a portion of her history with house slaughter um, she's not born into it wasn't it? It no seemed... it wasn't in this issue it was a few issues back a few issues back okay okay i i literally read almost everything like last oh gotcha night. that's gotcha. why right right right. yeah just it, from the very beginning i thought she was a part of this clan like born into it and then you kind of find out that she's you know kind of adopted into it. she's kind yeah. of like a mandalorian where she's just kind of adopted yeah. into the into the family right yeah other than that that was my picks of the week um Anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh, so Bat Bat Rex versus uh Venom Rex would win. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> I'd go with Venom Rex. Yeah, I'd say Venom Rex. Venom Rex would win. Yeah. Okay. So I know what to know. That's our show. <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> we want to thank all the listeners. Uh, be safe this Thanksgiving. Uh, try to social distance as much as you can we know that times are tough we all want to be with our loved ones 2021 is around the corner guys and it will vaccines get vaccines coming vaccines coming yeah it will get better guys with that being said uh my name is aj the comic collector and uh, we want to wish you guys all a happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everyone, everyone. gobble 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 deuces Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Sealess Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify. All you got to do is search for Sealess Villains. If you want to send us an email, you can contact us at sealessvillains at gmail.com. Make sure you follow Luke Weeks on Facebook and Instagram and join his Facebook group 
Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics, also known as RKFA Comics. I'm your host, AJ, and you can find me on Instagram, AJ the Comic Collector. Thank you, and see you next episode.